Emily Addison, and you're listening to the Rob B. Radio Show on RobBRadio.com. Hey, there you go. Took him, took him seven times, and he's done media his whole life. <laughs> well, tell her how many bottles did I have tonight, dick? <laughs> Ravalivis, Ravalivis, on the radio, coming straight out of Philly with this internet show. Talking news, entertainment, sports, and comedy. Wonder who's the co-host in those sexy ladies. He speaks his mind, makes sense from time to time. Jimmy Clark and Chuck, Jesus, partners in crime. Don't tell the good tales, he will espouse. Call 8889, Gas House, no censorship. Call in and join in the show. It's the number one lady. House Radio, most respect to Alabama and Japan for syndicating Rob Believers cause he is the man. Much respect to Lady Erica, the Batman, Mr. Miles, Joey Moss, Toil Records, Gas House Radio. Legendary Episode 381 of the Rob V Show. No guest today. Well, I guess if you count Rex, I guess he's technically a guest. I think he's a co-host. So get, uh, Rex will be on at some point. I think Tony Pep D. Brasita is going to be joining the program at some point tonight. Phone lines are open, 215-716-1108. Email me, robvradio at gmail.com, Twitter, Valivas82, Instagram, The Rob V Show, studio line, 215-716-1108. If you're watching us on Facebook Live, which I switched up today, uh, you'll see the number right, right below me, so you can call in. Lots to get to. Oh, by the way, wait and review the podcast, whether it's on iTunes or Stitcher or any SoundCloud, anywhere where this show is posted, rate and review it. Uh, Alex, I am glad you're agreeing with me, but so far you've been a horrific intern. I tell you to get me a video guy. I have no video guy. I tell you to find me a, a web guy. I have no web guy. You have been fit. You have two strikes. You have one strike left to totally redeem yourself before I find another intern. Because so far, you're not doing a good job. We are in day 75,000 of this unlawful, horrific lockdown by our... Fuhrer Tom Wolf. I'm not even going to call him a governor. He is a jackass. We're going to look back at this time and go, this is one of the dumbest periods in modern American history for what these people are doing to us. Yes, I got them, but they want to be paid. Well, A, you've never discussed this with me. This is news to me. This is stuff that should be brought to my attention off the air, Alex, off the air. But we're going to have Rex on. I think Pep's calling. Anybody can call him. This is like a potpourri show. You can call and talk about whatever you want. What I'm going to start with is these jackasses that are gloved up, masked up, and driving. Okay? People, if you're doing this, you're, you should be locked up because you're jackasses. Okay? You, all of you should be locked up. And gloves don't work, people. The second you put gloves on, you touch a steering wheel, you touch anything, they're done. They don't work. Stop wearing them. Not to mention, masks don't really work you too. And, and, and furthermore, and, and furthermore, from, to my point, I should have the choice to do whatever the hell I want. If I want to go out, I should be able to go out. 
That's the bottom line. That's what I should be allowed to do. That's what I should do. That's bullshit. That's what I should be able to do all the time. It's complete bullshit is what it is. I don't understand. Of course, I see. There we go. The feed's back. Sorry about that, folks. This is why I need an intern, Alex. I need an intern to run my video feed. That's what I need. I need an intern to run this. As I can see, for some reason, it's being choppy. I'm not quite sure. We're all, we are on uh, Instagram Live, so you can get us there, too. Uh, if you are not, if you're not a Facebook user, you can watch me on Instagram Live. But this whole, uh, by the way, I was going to have some people on the show. They were going to come in. They were going to come on. They go, oh, we'd like to call. And I go, no, 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 no. You're not calling in. Okay, you can come in. I'm afraid. It's not the plague, people. Okay, you can come in. You can. This is a society. You can function normally. Okay, you can get out. You're not going to die. Everyone thinks we're just going that I'm going to flip out. I'm not. I'm calm. I just can't deal with the people out there. I can't do it anymore. I cannot do it. You know, if I hear socially distance one more time, if I tell some, if someone tells me, stay safe, stay safe, I'm just going to punch you in the face. I mean, that's just what I'm going to do. I, I can't deal with it anymore. I can't. Every day I get up and I'm angrier and angrier with what's going on here. This, not to mention that the Perkyoma and Friday Twilight should be in our second week of baseball right now, and we're not, which is bullshit. That's a, that's a whole other issue. I, I could be here for hours discussing this. When when we talk to Rex, I also want to talk about, I see the Green Legion radio has a, god damn it, this is why I need a freaking producer music you shouldn't be playing. I see that Green Legion radio has a new, is it producer slash intern? We'll talk to Rex about that. How do, do you think this guy has any clue what he's getting into? That's the question. This guy doesn't know Quimby, hasn't hung out with Hollis before. We'll, we'll talk to Rex about it momentarily and, and how we think that uh, he'll, he'll fit in well and what are the signs to see if this kid can fit in well with the Green Legion uh, program they have going down. And beautiful, historic, Northern Liberties. You know, if, if you're relaxed like I am, get yourself a, a, a martini, have a cocktail on wine. This is my first drink in three days, by the way. Oh, that's good. That's the good thing about doing the show from here. I don't have to worry about driving anywhere. I don't have to worry about taking an Uber anywhere. I'm perfectly fine. You know, I'm, I, don't, I don't have to worry about that sort of stuff. By the way, phone lines are open 215-716-1108. Hell no, he does. Alex, you're right. He had, this kid has no clue. And again, when Rex calls in, there's a couple things that I want to talk to Rex about. And I think he'll agree with me. Well, Rex is going to get Rex is on the shit list anyway because there's, there's two things I want to go off on him about. One of them was he was supposed to be in the studio right here with me, and he gave me some bullshit excuse, and we're going to rip him for that. There's another reason I want to rip him. And people go, Rob, why are you ripping people all the time? I'll tell you why. This is Rob's time. It's called The Rob V Show. This is what I do. I air my – this Festivus is, like, for me, all day, every day. That's what it is. All day it's Festivus. Everything's always going on. So that's what I do. I air my grievances. That, that, that's what I do here on the program. Now we have uh, – you don't have to worry about uh, driving. You got me. <laughs> I got you. Good, good. I'm going to remember that, Alex. When we have to go somewhere, I'm just going to call Alex. But Alex, you got to come down to Orland, and we're going to go. Uh, we're going to go somewhere. Uh, we got some a lot of cool things lined up. I talked to uh, the one, the only uh, Philadelphia skateboard legend, Grammy Award winner Chuck Treese uh, today. Uh, we're going to try to start doing some live concerts. Uh, we're reaching out to uh, Mickey from Dean Ween, or from Dean Ween from Ween. Uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get Ween on at some point, playing some tunes. Reached out to uh, he's got a bodyguard. I like that. Um, reached out to uh, Jess Margera and uh, Chad at CKY. Going to try to get them possibly to play a live concert. Reached out to our friends in the movement. 
guys locally from Philadelphia, probably the second best ra- biggest reggae band in America, going to try to get them to do some live concerts because all these guys aren't touring. They're not doing anything. So I said, what the hell? Might as well uh, get you uh, with your uh, fans and um, have you play a little bit. So we got, we got some things in the works, uh, talking to some ladies to come in when they're not afraid of the bubonic plague. Like, really, girls, everything's fine. Okay, you can come over. It's not a problem. Nobody's going to die. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. Everyone just take a breath. It's going to be perfectly fine. Uh, Rex tells me when I talk to him that he has some, uh, some story, some funny story he wants to share. So I'm, re- I'm waiting with bated breath to find out what the story is that Rex is going to share with us. I know he's been bumped the last several weeks. He was bumped for Farzetta. Big Daddy Graham, Josh Ennis, Shay Fox. <laughs> so it, it, it'll be good to have Rex back on the program. I can't believe Rex hasn't been on like four or five weeks. I can't believe I can't believe I've been doing the show here for it might be thirteen or fourteen weeks already. I think yeah, I could use an intern to go get my martinis in my fridge, Alex. What do you think? I got by the way, I got plenty of vodka. If you follow me on Instagram, thanks for to Mister X for making a run down to Delaware. Which, by the way, people, if you live in Pennsylvania, there is no reason to buy liquor in the state of Pennsylvania. Do yourself a favor. Make the drive. Go to Christiana Mall. Go to Costco. It is worth the trip. And it's not, it is worth the trip. I got four bottles of vodka. I'm talking huge bottles. Two big-ass bottles of wine for $97. If I got that in Pennsylvania, folks, $270 I would have spent. So take the time. I don't buy any liquor in Delaware on principle. There's no reason to do it. And not only can you get liquor when you're in Delaware, you can save at least 20 cents a gallon when you're down there getting gas. So you kill two birds with one stone. You get alcohol and you get gas. It goes, well, it goes perfectly. So we'll try to get Brian Conroy. Where the hell is he? Here he is. We'll see if he's actually going to, even I, we'll see if he's going to answer. Of course, he's not online. There we go. Come on. Hello? Hey, what's up? Oh, there he is. What's up, buddy? How are you? I've been better. <laughs> let me try to let me try to pull him in real quick and then I'll try to pull my video in so you can see me. Um, right. we, we, we have a lot of things to get to. You're on the shit list for many reasons. There's a, there's, there's a lot of things that I need to get to with you. So we're going to try to bring Rex in here. Uh, let's see here. Rexy, Rexy, Rexy. He's there. Come on. Let's go. Let's, let's bring Rex. There he is. Rex, so, uh, you know, you were, you were supposed to be here. I, you know, I, I was planning on breaking the ice and having you on the program. And you're not here. So so where are you exactly? And why, why aren't you here? Because I'm very upset about it. I'm still at my dad's house in Voorhees. Really? So, but I, Just I injured my keep going. Really... What's that? You there? Uh... Sorry. I was trying to fix something. So you're still stuck at your dad's house in Voorhees. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and I I injured my back way back in high school, and every now and then it acts up, and it's been it's been bothering me for about two three months now, and it's starting to get unbearable. So I went and got an MRI this afternoon. 
So, but today's like one of the worst three days I've had where I can barely sit in this fucking chair right now. You know what's really bugging me? You know, I, I have a camera that's hooked up that does work, and you should be able to see me, but for whatever reason, uh, <laughs> Skype isn't recognizing. I, I apologize for that. You were supposed to be able to, uh, to see me, and uh, I, don't, I don't think you can see me, which I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. It just went from uh, the Rob Levis uh, emblem to, like, a blue screen, so I don't know if something needs to be done on my end or what. No, it's not on your end. For, for whatever reason, it's not recognizing my uh... – yeah, let me try some. Hold on one second. I'm going to try one thing real quick. All right. I don't know if that'll work or not. But anyway, yeah, you were supposed to be here. I'm not happy with you. I'm pissed off about that. I'm also okay. I'm also pissed off that why do you feel the need to correct my grammar at every point? Only assholes do that on a daily basis, and you do it all the time. And you're supposed to be like a four-year-old does your fucking post, are you, you know? Or someone that is speaking English as a second language. So sometimes you, like, need a code to figure out what you're fucking trying to say because – the spelling's so bad, and then there's like a word sometimes omitted, and like, it, but it's fun. It's just I'm just glad someone's worse at the English language than I am, and that's you, Rob. I think from now on, when you do that, I may just uh, just defriend you. I don't I don't think I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm serious. That that's what, that's what I think I'm gonna do. Because I don't I don't like, I don't know why that I don't know why that's necessary for you to do that all the time. I thought. Remember, the, I remember I invented the great quarantine uh, drinking game that every time Rob Levis has a spelling or grammatical error in one of his posts, we have to do a shot. Yeah, I do, and I and, and I don't like I don't like it at all. I, I don't I don't know People why. Worried that someone would die of alcohol poisoning. Where uh, Quimby and all the other guys left off. I didn't. You know, I don't know if you get your balls busted enough in this quarantine. So I felt like I needed to reach out to you. You know, speaking of speaking of getting balls busted. Uh, do, do you, I saw on Green Legion Radio they have a new intern slash I guess producer over there. Do you think this kid has any idea what he's getting himself in? You're breaking up a little bit. How's your How's your reception? I'm good. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I said I don't. How, how do you think this kid's gonna last? Do you think he know, Do you think he knows what he's getting into? <laughs> you think Quimby's gonna chew him up? Because there's only a few people that can. That can work with Quimby. That's what I mean. I don't, you know, I'm sure everything's like sunshines and rain, you know, sunshine and rainbows right now. But I don't think that this kid has any idea uh, what he, what he's getting into. I really don't. Yeah, I know, like, Marilyn's a saint and, like, Connie has, you know, just enough patience to, 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 to last it out. So we'll see how he does. How old is he? You know uh, that I don't know. I know he's just. I, I know he's an intern in college, or he's just out of college. So I would say, you know, er, very early twenties, possibly. If if I had to, uh, if I had to, if I had to put a bet on that he's, one, he's probably going to be in a straitjacket, mumbling to himself, crying in the corner. <laughs> I mean, the the more I saw this, the more I'm like, this has train wreck written all over it. I mean, it, it honest to God does, and I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going to come of it. You know. Now, weren't weren't you? producing the show last year or i thought you were gonna do it i don't know what i do over there uh, you know I, i'm not i'm not really part of the green legion you know that he he, he calls me when he needs me you know what i mean <laughs> he 
He thanks you all the time. He does, but I'm just saying. I, I just get called when you know. Hey, Rob, we need we need somebody. Let's call Rob. You know, it's like it's. Like, I love it how my computer now everything's starting to freeze now, which is complete horseshit. Um, we'll get the video back up momentarily, people. But um, I do find it hilarious um, when people. I, I'm called as the last resort. You know what I mean? Like I'm, you know, every it's like a break in break in case of emergency. I'm in the glass. Let's break the glass. We need Rob. We'll do that now. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, I mean that's that's what that's what it's like. You know, and it's like uh, okay, whatever. This is what we're gonna do. Okay, but uh, yeah, I just want to see if this kid's if this kid's gonna break, if he's gonna survive, what's gonna go on over there. I'm I'm just uh, I'm interested. I I want to know what's gonna go on. I mean, and the season doesn't start for three months, so he's got to do three months of the show, and then maybe four months of the season. I think it's four. I think it's fifty fifty that he uh, that he survives. <laughs> what What are your thoughts? We should we should take a we should have a pool going. Maybe we should move Quimby to a lower level uh, in his in his building over there in case the kid jumps off the balcony. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, look, every everything is good right now. But the second, the second something goes wrong, you know that he's going to have one of his, you know, which we're used to. Stuff like, you know what it's like. You like, you put the bag down, you put something down, and it's, not, it's you know, a foot different than where he wanted it. And, yeah. Hey, what do you do? <laughs> we do it. That's, or, or, yeah, remember, I think we were at the, uh, I'm going to reset our video here real quick. Uh, we were at the uh, where were we? The, the parrot or in Fort Lauderdale. And we get there. He tells get there at whatever time. Get there at nine o'clock. And there's tents to set up, and there's flags to set up, and there's all this stuff to set up. And we're sitting there, we're like um, yelling at you. So when the kid does something he doesn't think is a big deal, but it really it, to, to Quimby it's a big deal. That's when it can get. Uh, that's when it can get interesting. You know what I mean? Yes, because like when I did the Hall of Fame trip, you know. We, he had two different hotels and yeah. I was at a different hotel. So it, you know, everyone got their room, you know, everyone, you know, it, it went relatively smooth. He had a lot of fucking people there, but you know, I'm just, in some ways I'm glad he wasn't there because I, all I had to do was, you know, listen to Connie, tell me what to do. Yeah. Cause she knew exactly what he would want, but you know, who would you rather get uh, orders from, you know, someone that looks like Connie or maybe anyone else on the planet? You that, know what I mean, that's a good point. Uh, you're 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 making uh, complete sense. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're, you're but yeah, we're in, you know, in the end. It's like it's kind of like at least, you know what you're getting. Like this kid might not know what he's getting. You and I both, you know, we know Quimby pretty well where we know what to expect, you know, exactly when we go on these trips or we do the show, you know, and, you know, like. Just another good example is when we would set up the Green Legion Radio down at Chickie. Oh, you know, hold on. I'm gonna Pep's calling in, so I'm gonna I'm gonna merge Pep in real quick. We're gonna get Pep. Right. Hi, Pep. Pep, are you there? Oh, now he's not here. Well, Pep. Pep, are you there? Hello, sir. How are you? What 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 can I do for you? Welcome, welcome to the program. Just calling in, uh, reporting in, just to see how you're doing and uh, when the hell we're gonna play baseball. Yeah, I don't know when that's going to happen, Pep, unfortunately. I've been stuck in the man cave for like two and a half months now. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get a haircut. I look like Rasputin. It's that bad, huh? But the, God, the goddamn vape shop's open, though, I'll tell you that. That's, that's an essential business. 
that's an essential business. Where, where are you? Where, where are you driving from? Don't eat dinner. Oh, okay. It's the only place. It's the only place I go to my brother's house because they cook. Okay, just just checking. That's all. I'm like a squirrel. This like could have been better. Say that again, Rex. Rex, yeah, what? I'm like a squirrel going out for food. Okay, I got you. As I love it, I yeah. I, I I try to. Um, I'm having all kinds of video issues right now. I'm just I'm not happy right now. Rob Rob is not happy. What's the problem? I I What's got stuff problem? I got stuff that's not streaming properly. It's a real it's a pain in the ass is what it is. We got th- we got things yeah, that aren't, we got things that aren't working. Oh, okay. Where, where are you at your house or are you at the downtown? Do you live in a box? I tell you that for the last 12 weeks, I've been doing the show from my place. All right. Well, I didn't know if you had, we just went out once or hey. something. I don't know. I mean, we're, we're getting close to getting back to normal here. Yeah. Hold on one sec. What were you saying, Rex? Can't you see it's decorated like a 15-year-old's apartment? I mean. Rex. Well, this is true. Rex, do you, you know what? Do you want to be barred from the program? You know what, Rex? I was there. I was there a couple times, and I was afraid to look in the closet. You know, you don't know what you don't know what kind of corpse is hanging up in there. I, I swear, it's. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't deal. I, I really can't deal with you people right now. You're you're just you're just a big pain in the ass, is what you are. Both of you. You know you you tell you tell me. I got What. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you you you, you, you tell me you want to call in, and then what you do is you you give me shit when you call in. <laughs> it's, it's out of love, Rob. No, yeah, you're you're, you're Rob, what? We all, we like to lo- show our love for you, buddy. No, Pep's gonna Pep's gonna be barred from the program. He's gonna be on suspension for a little bit. What? You- <laughs> Come on. If we if we didn't do that, we wouldn't love you, Rob. Pep, listen, you're a we bald man you. who probably hasn't got laid since the Reagan administration. You're sitting here giving me shit. Actually, since Vietnam. But okay, that's okay, Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. should you you're, you but, should be um, you should break down and pay for it already. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love I how he just ignored. He's like, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what you should do. Yeah, that's exactly right. The one thing I'm getting tired of seeing people with their windows shut driving the car with the, with the mask and the gloves on. <laughs> that's it's driving me crazy. That's how I started the show, Pep. Well, I, I, I'm in the car. I didn't hear it. I know. I'm just I, telling I, you. I I, that's that. I'm just, what, what's the name? What's the name you're calling it? I, I call them mask holes. <laughs> okay. I've only seen I've only seen one store telling people that they can't wear gloves that they put on outside the store into the store, which is Exactly. What people sh- if you, if people are going into a store, they should be putting the glove on in the store because whatever germs those fucking gloves have, they've been wearing them for the last fucking ten hours. They're bringing it all oh, to exactly, the right. store. No, you're a hundred. Sure. You're a hundred. You're a hundred. You're a hundred. You're a hundred percent right. There, you know, there's no point to wear the gloves at all. There isn't. There's just there's there's no point to do it. You know what I mean? I I've been, I've even seen someone. Put hand sanitizer on the gloves. Oh well, that's just stupid. Yeah, I'm. I'm sending you. A, I'm texting you a picture right now. This is a board game that'll be a stocking stuffer for their Christmas. 
I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can put it up on the screen or not. But uh, I found this today when I was working. You're asking me. And, to, you're uh, asking. You're asking me to do an awful lot here. What were we saying? You're, you're, he wants me to say it. He'll be through it. He, he he's driving. Yeah. He's texting me at the same time he's driving, and uh, well, if, yeah. If, if I if I get it, I'll let you know. Um, but uh, yeah, this this whole thing's bullshit. Everybody knows it's bullshit. Uh, it's ridiculous. Um, I'm I'm. Uh, by the way, Pep, you can't see it. Rex, you can see it. If any female comments during the broadcast that I look more attractive with long hair, I'll keep it because so far I've had several people tell me I look better with long hair. Rob, your hair's still pretty damn yeah. short, but usually it's like crew cut. Yeah, this is this is this is short for me. What, okay, what did what did Pep send me? Pandemic. Is this a board game you're talking about? It's a real board game. Okay, we'll, 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 it's thirty five ninety nine at Target. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll try to put this up in front of the camera so people can uh, so people can it's see. It's a lot pandemic. of money people lost. And they want to charge you thirty five ninety nine for a board game called Pandemic. <laughs> they got a lot of balls. You'll probably you'll probably be, you'll be playing it. And instead of money, it's played, it's played with toilet paper, different levels of toilet paper, <laughs> toilet like the paper. dollars, got tissue. Exactly. Something like that. So that's how you got to do it. I'll tell you, I, I, I've, saw, I've seen so many crazy things uh, since this has started. I, I think I, I told you about the elevator, right, Rob? What, people giving you looks in, in the elevator? Building? Well, I, I, well, I don't wear the mask when I'm in the building. You know, I'll wear it when I go to the store or something. So the one night I'm, I'm going down, I'm on the seventh floor. I go down to like, it stops at the fifth floor. And there's a Chinese guy there. He's got a goddamn face shield on, a mask. He's got gloves. He looks like he just walked on the moon. <laughs> so he looks in and goes, oh, I'll wait for the next one. So I turn around, I finally turn around and go, oh, you got balls. This is your fucking fault to begin with. <laughs> because it's China. So get the elevator with me. We go, oh, hold on! I, I gotta get my China. I gotta get my China sound effect. I have it here somewhere. Yeah, because China. You always, you always got to. It's, it's China. Is it a gong? Yeah. Now it says China, but you guys won't be able to hear it. God damn! It. This is why I need an intern, Alex. I need an intern. I need an intern. So yeah, so he wouldn't he wouldn't get in the elevator with me. I was like, you got a lot of balls. I was like, you know, I think like, get I think like, get, like, get, like, get out. Get, get the hell away from me. <laughs> Get out, get out, get out, get out. I was like, get out of, get out of the elevator. Just right. go away. Yeah, I... Pretty soon, hopefully with tomorrow night's meeting, we make some progress, Rob. Yeah, I don't think tomorrow night. We have, we have a big Perky League meeting tomorrow, Rex, and I can tell you right now, it's not going to go smooth. Because I'm just telling you, and I don't want to get into particulars, but I don't think it's going to go well, Pep, because the plan we have, I think, is a shit one. But I won't go into particulars right now. The what, the what you have is a shit one? The the plan we have right the, now the, for our league, the plan. yeah, that should be that should be a podcast right there. That's what that should be. So, do you think that the players are they want to get active too and play, or you know, what do you think? I do, but based on the rules they're going to do, I wouldn't play. You know, you can't chew gum, you can't spit, you can't have sunflower seeds, uh, you can't uh, the the shortstop can't be near the runner. Fuck you! If you're telling yeah, me those yeah, are my rules, I'm not playing. Those rules are yeah. almost on the first page of any baseball manual. You have to know how to chew sunflower seeds and spit fucking a gallon worth of fucking chaw into the dugout. And game, uh, right? also, the Philly fanatic is banned from the field. 
I'm serious. Oh yeah, the mascot, no, no mascots, no, no nothing, no, no nothing. It just, you know, it, it, the, the players actually have to sit in the stands. They can't even what? sit in the uh, dugouts. Yep. Why the fuck can't the, a, a mascot be involved in the in the entertainment? I have no have idea. I don't know. People. I don't know. I can't answer that question. Well, probably because of the sweat. Probably because of all the sweat inside the suit. That uh, you know they're. Uh, it, that's it because I, I can understand some of these things that they want us to do but after a while it's just it's fucking ridiculous oh it's well beyond well, that rex well beyond yeah and what's going to happen is is you know we, our bodies are used to you know fighting off the germs and and doing this because we're always around each other and stuff and and sitting here like the boy in the plastic bubble all the time <laughs> You know, when we get out in the world, we're gonna we're gonna get sick. We're gonna get sicker than we were before. It, it, it's all horseshit. I haven't had the flu in my entire adult life, Rob. I know. And I think the coronavirus started with my shower uh, my shower screen because it's disgusting. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. My but shower screen. I, I've never I've never had the flu in my entire adult life ever, and I don't understand any of this. So, I don't know. That's bullshit. So, uh, what, what else you got? What else you got going on tonight, Rob? I got a lot to get to. Anything else you want to add to the phone call? No, no. I'm gonna go eat dinner now. I'm gonna go eat some hot dogs. Go eat some hot dogs. You have to have good fingers to handle big hot dogs. Just so you know. That, that'll boost yeah. your mood just to eating a fucking hot dog. Yeah, big a big hot dog, well, deep deep throated, Pep. My my, that's disgusting. <laughs> my body actually rejects healthy food. So yeah, we know. This is a guy that gets steak yeah. at any diner. Oh, one other thing. I finally learned how to make scrambled eggs. Oh, my God. I never had to do it before. Oh my my 10-year-old niece My ten year old niece was on FaceTime. She showed me how to do it. Oh, you, you're a gem. I never gem. had to do it before. You're, you're, I was spoiled my whole life. If you, you know what? Ever, you know what? You, you should be tarred and feathered for not being able to make scrambled eggs. You really should. Everybody's gone. Everybody's gone now. So now I got to do it myself. So Pep, I, I don't, I, Pep, I don't know what to say on that one. You know, I, I can't spell, but you can't make scrambled eggs, so I, I don't know what's worse. All right, well, I'll, I'll leave you guys with that, and I'll, uh, I'll catch you guys later on. All right, there you go. Put the food away. All right, Pep, I'll see you. There you All go. Right, there you go. Tony Pep D proceeding. He can't make eggs, Rex. You believe that? Oh, great. I, I hang up on him. Is, is Rex there to hang up on everybody? Hold on. I, I think I've made hung up on everybody when I did that one. Let's see if we can get... Uh, we'll try to get Rex back here. And hung up on everybody. Calling him back. That's what happens after I have a martini. Hey, buddy. Sorry. Hit, hit the video button there. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, sorry. I, I apparently want to... When I hung up everybody, I, I well, I didn't just hang up uh, Pep. I hung up you. But anyway, yeah, he we just found out uh, that he just learned how to make scrambled eggs. That's fucking shocking, dude. You know, I was thinking about this before as my Martin. See, this is why I need Alex here. My martini's running low. Of course, I don't know why. You know, it's pissing me off. And again, I should have tested it, and I did. I have a second camera, which should pick up, and you should be able to see me. But uh, it's. I don't know why it's not picking up. This is freaking bullshit. I'm I'm not a happy camper. It um yeah, I don't know why that that's that's that sucks. I now I have to fucking figure that out when I'm half in the bag after this is over. But um it's why don't we 
try to figure this shit out when it's not showtime. Because it was working perfectly fine, Rex, and I didn't think it was going to be an issue. Okay? It worked fine with Josh Ennis last week. Okay? I had no glitches, and then you show up, and I got glitches out the ass. I don't know why. Yeah. Next week, next week, if you're not here in person, which I hope you are, we'll make sure, or maybe this weekend, we'll test the second webcam so you can see me. All right. But it, it's been about, I think, four or five weeks since you've been on. You've been bumped by multiple people. I know. You had a lot of uh, you had a lot of guests there for a while there. Yeah, and you were like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, well, I wanted Rex in person because I just want us to be in the studio and get shit-faced. That's kind of what I'm looking to do. I'd much rather be up there than fucking sitting in pain down yeah. here. You know? How do you think you'll be doing in a week? Well, if the doctor gives me a shot next week, I, the last two times I had injections, I had relief almost immediately. Okay. Like, literally, like, later that day. By the way, you got seven days, but a lot of these doctors will tell you worst-case scenarios, so when it goes as it should, it makes them look better. Yeah. But a lot of them don't want to give you a false hope, because sometimes you can get an injection and have no improvement. Kind of like our Fuhrer, I mean our governor, Tom Wolf. Sorry, my governor. Your your governor. Your gov. Your, your state's worse than ours. Yet more stuff's open up. That makes no sense to me. I would agree. What's his name? Murphy. I think he's a much bigger fuck up than Wolf. Is. Yeah, but he opened shit up. Pennsylvania. It's like fucking East Berlin. It, it, dude, did you see that? That one thing I thought was really funny was like besides the fact that you can go to fucking Walmart and you can't go to like a. Uh, a walk through the park. Why does everybody um, say Walmart? Why don't you say Costco or Wegmans? Everyone's like, oh, you can go to Walmart. That's where he goes, Walmart. I, a couple reasons why. One is Walmart's, I look, when I go to the average Walmart, I'm worried about what I was going to catch before this all came down. That's why Walmart's Rob doesn't go to Walmart. It's the fucking trailer park trash of department stores mm-hmm. or retail stores, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. I try to stay out of Walmart as much as I can, but... You know, as a sailor, a lot of times there's a Walmart in every fucking town. So yeah. when you need to go get supplies, you go to these Walmarts and you see the most ridiculous people. It's so that's why I always bring up Walmart that that tells me that who's ever fucking running Walmart is on the phone to your boy Trump saying, hey, My boy. we know we got to clean things up, but let's keep Walmart open. And, you know, but meanwhile, the, the girl running her salon or the fucking guy running his hardware store, they're going to get fucking starved out of business, dude. Oh, I know. It's horrible. The other thing is, I Walmart's very anti-union. I'm not a big pro-union guy, but I, I try to stay out of fucking Walmart because they're so vehemently anti-union. Unions are good and bad, Rex. I, I know that. <laughs> I know that. You know what I mean? But Walmart, Walmart's... Uh, uh, the fact that I can go to Walmart, I'm in an enclosed space... People are touching shit on the shelves and putting it back and all that other fun stuff. Yeah. But I can't I can't go to the beach, you know, where the, the human body needs shit like sunlight to fucking improve its immune system. And you can you can go to the beach and sit six inches or six feet away from somebody. It's very easy, especially like in Wildwood where there's fucking four miles of fucking So yeah. I, I don't I don't get it. The the, the rules they're making up are, um, I don't know, they just seem to not follow the narrative, you know? And I, I think it was the guy from Barstool Sports. A lot of people have been saying it, but it's 
it's gone from like we were supposed to flatten the curve. Now it's find the cure. So oh, it's, it's bullshit. What was it about? It was about flattening the curve. And I went to the hospital today to get my MRI done. There's nobody there. Yeah. The parking lot is fucking empty. So that means people that aren't feeling the best, maybe they got a, a you know, their arms hurt or they're fucking got heart disease or whatever it is. They're not even going to the hospital because they're terrified to go to the fucking hospital. Hey, you should be able to. Hold on. You're going to be able to see me. Can you see me? Yeah. There you go. We there got it go, fixed. Now, now you can see me. Sorry. But no, you're right. And most of the hospitals are empty. Once I was talking to my brother. but Oh, I was going to say, who? what is there a ghost over there? But it's it's like he was saying, if people are afraid to go to the hospital. I bet your brother is way cooler there. than you. And a lot of people don't want to go to the hospital. Some of them are afraid to go. People aren't able to get their chemo treatments. But yeah. people are afraid to go to the hospital. One is because they might catch something. The other part is they go, well, maybe my problem isn't as serious as this person that could die from the flu. But most people aren't going to the hospital in the first place because they feel good. Usually yeah. they have – a lot of times they have a life-threatening issue. They have a cancer. They have lung disease. They have fucking heart disease. It's – you know – those people aren't seeking treatment because they somehow think that this fucking COVID-19 is the worst thing that ever happened to us. And it's it's not going to kill more people, I don't think, than fucking heart disease will this year. Rex, I did the numbers. Okay, so in Pennsylvania, 60,000 people have the virus. You subtract 12,000, it comes to about 48,000. 48,000 divided by 12.5 million comes out to 0.4%. <laughs> Zero point four percent, and we're supposed to be afraid and scared. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. That. I don't get it. You know, the numbers don't make me listen. If the numbers told me to stay in, I'd stay in. But the numbers don't tell me to stay in. And listen, it sucks. Like my grandparents are in a long term care facility, and it sucks, and they can't leave their room, and they could get it, and it would be horrible. But in the, the end, there's nothing that I can do about that right now, which sucks. But as far as me and you. Me and you going out every day, we're probably going to be fine. Even if we have the virus right now, we're I'm fine. I have no issues. I honestly think I already had it. Yeah. Because some people, you just feel like shit for a day or two, and other people are dead. But, you know, some people can fucking smoke a carton of fucking cigarettes every week for fucking 50 years and not get yeah. cancer. So yeah. different things affect, affect different people different ways. But another thing I saw in the news was... Delaware Memorial Bridge is going to start taking cash for their tolls. So no, all of all of the New Jersey tolls are now taking cash now. But isn't that fuck? Cash is one of the dirtiest fucking things you'll ever touch. It's cash is more like a cloth than it is a paper. We've and seen cash in a lot of interesting places. Is, this is true. Can you hey, uh, talk for like 10, uh, 30 seconds? I'm going to go pour a drink. But imagine if you know you could have the life of a dollar and you could follow a dollar through the time it leaves the, the mint until it's burned, it would probably have the most interesting life that would absolutely terrify you because of all the places it sees. But the, the real point I'm trying to make is that when the government isn't getting their fucking money because they're not, they don't have sales tax, they don't have income taxes, they're not getting their tolls and all these other fun things. That's when it really shows that, they don't know what they're doing. They're like, oh, wait, how are we supposed to operate our, our state without tolls and sales taxes and income taxes? They 
they're finally starting to realize that they're shooting themselves in the foot. They want to fund this program or that program, and they're they realize that they're doing to the state what you know what they're doing to all of its small businesses and everything. And I'm not worried about the fucking big businesses like the oil price of oils and the shitter. I'm not worried about those guys. I'm worried about you know guys like Quimby, you know, yeah. or guys you know got, the guy that's got his little gym or he's got his architect he got his uh, like the gym in belmar what's going on there they've been finding him the last two three days and the fine is fucking substantial from what i understand uh well, I, well if anyone's listened to the program one of the trainers there is one of the hot cougars that have called into the program i'm trying to get her on there's another person that works here that's super hot that I talked to today that I'm trying to get on. I'm like, listen, we can kill two birds with one stone. I think you're really hot, and I like what you're doing. So he just come on the program. <laughs> I think there was some sort of protest that was uh, going on today, so that's why the, the one girl, uh, the one girl couldn't come in. I know a- Alex is commenting in the chat room. Uh, it's been around since November, Rex. So most likely, most of us had it. Good point. I find it funny how they say it's 14 to 16 days to say uh, to see symptoms now. Uh, now it's two days with. I don't know what he meant by that. Um, because they, they, they're, they're people are trying to claim we're going to have a spike, but they're yeah, saying yeah. Oh, cases go up yeah. two days after something reopens, but the incubation period is supposed to be fourteen. Do so you? You, know- can't, you can't see the effects immediately within a forty-eight to seventy-two hour window. You got to wait two weeks. Do you know during and I read this during um, Woodstock. There is a pandemic. 100,000 people died. It was called the Hong Kong flu. You can look it up. They still had Woodstock. They didn't stop baseball and football games. Stuff still went on. The odd, here, Here's the thing, and I've said this since day one. Okay, You're an American. You make the decision. If you want to go to a public area, that's your decision. That's your decision to make as an American. If you don't want to go, don't go. That is your de- Just like if you want to be all masked up, gloved up, uh, face shielded up, looking like a jackass, if that's what you want to do, I'm not going to give you, well, I'll think you're a jackass, but I won't give you a look. But if that's what you want to do, God bless. You know, but, uh, God. I think there's a, I think there is a social responsibility when we see that there's something as deadly as this come down the pike that we can do things like do our part, stay at home, flatten the curve. But like I said, I think that's happened and we need to slowly start fucking doing the baby steps back into we're past baby steps rex kick that fucking door down we should fuck either way we need to start opening back up because people are people are going to get divorced people are going to commit suicide it's not and it's affecting everything from a farmer to a barber you know what i mean yeah speaking of barber people listen if a girl comments on facebook on instagram whatever that rob looks better with long hair i'll keep i will keep the long hair because i've had my parents and several other people tell me how much better I look with longer. Even though, technically, this isn't long. But for Rob, this is long. You know what I mean, Rex? You do have uh, a great hairline, Rob. Man, I don't have a hairline. I got hair everywhere. What do you mean hairline? Hairline's when you're hit, you're fucking not balding. You're not receding. Oh, that's what I thought you meant. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not like me. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, I, don't I, know, I don't know if it, you... I see that. I know, I know there's a story you want to share, and we're going to get to that. You tell me it's a great story. I don't know if you listened to the program several weeks ago, but uh, Shay Fox did tell me that she's going to come to Philly this summer and that uh, we're, we're going on a date. I don't, I don't know if you caught that or not. I did. That um, was her idea, not mine. 
I noticed she posted a picture of her uh, daughter. I wasn't going to bring it up. Don't say it. Her daughter is gorgeous. Her daughter is gorgeous. I bet your daughter's probably my age if I had to bet. Her daughter's gorgeous. I saw her daughter. She's gorgeous. She's like, what, 50, 51? 51. Her daughter so, is probably late, mid to late 20s, I would guess. I was thinking mid to late 20s myself. Yeah, but if you notice on the uh, – uh, uh, Alex said he'll be my driver. Good, I got a driver. So when – Alex, so when, when Shay comes in, can we put a cap on you like a limo driver? <laughs> and we just sit in the back. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, if you notice on her Instagram, she goes, don't get any thoughts. This is my daughter. She has a private Instagram. No, you're not going to get it. You know people are going to try to find it. Yeah, it, I was, uh, you know, I don't know much about Shay, but from what I understand, she got into the business pretty late. She she right? did. She was in her 30s or something, right? Yeah, she was in her 30s, yeah. I'm just glad that, you know, it was such a bad show when she was on that I could kind of fix that and uh, have a better show, and now things are on better terms. You know what I mean? I've only seen you like really disgusted, like how with how the show went yeah. twice. And what was the what was, was the what was the other time? Um, I want to say it was when we had uh, Gigi Gustin on. Gigi was fun. I love Gigi. I mean, it must uh, it wasn't her, but there was just like so much Some commotion commotion going on. And I thought it was Gigi. It may have been that um, that Lindsay Moreno girl, but that was that was oh. me having a heart. I think it was, I don't think it was Lindsay Moreno, but no, I remember one time where everyone was talking and yeah, it was like five conversations going on, and you just like were like, "I'm fucking out." Well, I I found that when we do shows, if I drink and smoke a lot of weed, it either goes really really good or really really bad. There's kind of there's no gray area. Well, that the worst part about Shay's visit was it was kind of like we Quimby threw it together last minute, and by that time, we were all fucking hammered. Well, it's not that he threw it together last minute. We had stuff planned weeks in advance. But as you know, with dancers, not all dancers, everybody, but a lot of strippers aren't really the most reliable people in the world. So, you know, we, we wanted to do it at 12 o'clock and they're all they're all sleeping. You're on their second hour of fucking sleep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, I, that's been bugging me ever since that day. But we, we smoothed that over. We had her back on the show. We have a good relationship. She now texts me random times about. Because she's big in the garden. She's like, how's your garden? You know, we're, we're talking gardening, you know, with, with, with people. I did talk you to... Br- the okay. problem is that she probably doesn't have other people that are going to talk to her about normal everyday exactly. life, like gardening and cooking or whatever it may be. So I, I, that's... If you could just keep that straight, you'll probably do well. With yeah. Alex said most women aren't that reliable. You're correct, Alex. Except my mother and grandmother, they're reliable. Uh, I don't know if you watch the Vice channel at all, Rex. Are you familiar with that channel? I am. So last night after Dark Side of the Ring, which is a great wrestling series, check it out, they had their news on. It's normally slanted more Democratic, but they had a whole uh, news story on the porn industry during the pandemic and how much gir- girls are making so much more money during, the, during you know, my OnlyFans. Like there was, a guy who, there was a guy saying how he manages you know, several girls. Obviously, they're big-name girls. Like typically, if you text one of these girls, you think you're texting them, but it's really this guy that's typing back to you. But a lot, yeah, it's funny. But a lot, some of these big girls, and I'm sure we know several of them, are making like between seventy-five and a hundred thousand dollars a month doing the doing the webcam stuff now. Which people are alone. People like need to interact with people. You know what I mean? Like Shay was telling me, and um, 
and Claudia, who we had on uh, a couple, you know, a month or two ago, some of the shit they're getting requested to do, some of it's like normal stuff, like talk to me. Other stuff is like uh, shove a dildo in your ass and piss on the screen. Like it's really, it's out there. <laughs> See, that's, that's when I know I'm like a pretty vanilla guy, you know. When We're I, vanilla. I We're very vanilla. Like like Claudia, Claudia Valentine texts me. She's like, Rob, what should I do for my OnlyFans? I go, Claudia, I'm pretty like simple, like a hot bikini, a bra, and a thong and heels, and I'm good. Like that's all that I. She's like, really? So then, like the next morning, I wake up and she's posting all these videos in uh, in in different uh, in different outfits. And Alex goes, "Fans only is huge right now." It is. I actually have a girl that I'm talking to that I won't reveal her name. That's getting a boob job in about a week and a half. Who's now doing OnlyFans, and she wants to come on the program and to reveal her new uh, her new twins which are triple D's. I'm like, absolutely. She's like, can I come on the show and reveal them? I'm like, um, yeah. Like, what, should I, can I bring whipped cream? What kind of question is that? It's a fucking stupid question. Yeah, like, yes, yes. You, of course you can come on. Rob is, all, Rob is all about what are your thoughts and dreams. Of course I am. Is of course I am. Five two, I'm going to get these giant tits, or is she actually like... Like a normal size, like a like a five eight girl. No, nah, she's like five four, like one hundred and twenty three pounds. Oh Jesus! Right, See, I, I right like, up my alley, baby. Right up my alley. I don't like when they start looking like fucking funhouse doll shit. You know what I mean? I like that. Are, are you drinking tonight? Any cocktails? Oh, okay, well, I was just checking. We got the. Uh, Got the uh, drinking the martinis here. Do you, so, do you think next week, if you're feeling better, we can get you to uh, come up to the apartment and uh, we'll set the table up and uh, we'll have Rex live in studio? If I feel like I do, t- yeah. Right now, I feel okay. Okay. But if I feel like I did earlier today, um, or I have the injection, yeah, then I I won't come up. But, um, but yeah, I want to go because if I get the injection next week, I'm supposed to leave for C. The following week, so you're leaving me. A, you never leave in the summer. Not usually, but I'm on a regular schedule now. You know, if this was my uh, now, I, I have to go back when I'm told. Before, I would always go back when I wanted to, for the most part. How long are you going to be gone for? I'll be gone for like twelve weeks. Oh, you son of a bitch! You I'll know, be gone the whole summer, but I didn't exactly uh, craft a summer body. Yeah, I'm not happy about that, Rex. To leave me, we, no Rex and Rob days. You're gonna, who am I going to talk to? You're a prick. I should be back for Labor Day, and you never know, Rob. I might be able to do some sort of Skype thing from a faraway land. I would love if you could do Skype like on the ship so we could see you like on the ship with the water in the background. Do you, is there Wi-Fi on the ship? There is, but it's usually very weak, so I don't know okay. if it would maintain uh, the video okay. portion of this chat. I'm really we'll – I'm really um, – uh, this is where I can step in. You can talk to me. Alex, listen, if Rex comes in, you can come down next week. We can break in as an intern. I'm all about it. We can have you come down. and we can. Uh, there's no social distancing here uh, in the studio. It's glove-free. It's mask-free um, on the program. So as long as you guys are okay with that, we can do a program. We can do some uh, hazing of Alex, too. Exactly. We can, like, I don't know. We can come up with something. Handcuff him. I don't know. Come up with something. You know, I was looking on the YouTube Rob V YouTube channel because I've been posting a lot of stuff on there. There's some stuff on there that's gotten views that I would have never thought. When I got uh, handcuffed, you weren't there for this. I was handcuffed and I was electrocuted with like nipple clamps. That's got like seventy four thousand views. Does it really? Yeah. 
Congratulations. I, although I checked to see how far I am to monetizing the Rob V Show YouTube channel. We're at 1,000 hours viewed. You need 4,000 hours viewed to get monetized. So we need another 3,000 hours. So what I might do get, is... huh? You need to get electrocuted more is what, is what you're uh, saying. Electrocuted or just call Shay or Samantha or a brand and go, listen, guys, can you guys just come on for an hour and just wear different outfits so I can post on YouTube? When's Brandy supposed to come back and do like feature dancing? I don't know. I talked. I, I talked to Brandy on Mother's Day. Wished her happy Mother's Day. She texts me when she wants. She gets. I gotta admit, I love Brandy. She's one of my favorite people. But she texts me when on Brandy's time, like Mother's Day. I text her She's happy Mother's busy, Day. Listen, I'm high maintenance. She needs to get back to me. I uh, here we go. Our, our buddy Chris, who used to run a bunch of clubs in the city, I bet Lee Sand would volunteer for that. <laughs> Listen, guy, take it, right? Yeah, listen, I'm, I, I've said this the last several months. I would be totally fine with burying the hatchet with Lisa Ann. I know there's a bar she frequents not far from where I grew up where she's been spotted. I won't say the name of that bar restaurant, but if I was there, I would have no problem buying her a drink and saying, let's have a conversation and let's let it go. Whether she when, would be up for it, that's a whole other issue. When can you electrocute me? Yeah, right? Can, yeah. How about we just... Can we just start just... Can, when can we have a drink? Just sit down and be like, you know, adults? That's what I'm missing, Rex. Gentlemen's clubs. Dude, this is... Since I've been hanging out with Quimby, this is probably the longest I've gone without going to one. I mean, it's... Scary. I, I am going through withdrawal in ways like you can't believe. Can you imagine when when bars finally open up? I've been saying this for 10 weeks. It is going to be like the end of prohibition. Yeah, it's yeah. And and uh, Alex, double visions, of course, big fan of double visions. My buddy Jay, who owns Double Visions, um, there in Willow Grove, big fan. Uh, Jay, my original intern for Big Daddy Graham. I'm, I I miss Double Visions, um, but um, can you? And we've talked about this before. And in, in the words of my friend Ari Gross. If cock is on the menu, these women are going to be ordering rush deliveries. They're all going to be looking for it. Well, that's um, part of me is actually happy that I'm going back to sea because I'm sick of sitting in this fucking house. I don't know when shit's going to get back to normal, but I am going to miss that initial blast. But I do think a lot of people are going to be cautious about going out. You know, there's I'm not uh, my friend. My friend, she's a school teacher and like cleaning up my dad's place. We found a bunch of stuff she could use. And she came over, and I was going to give like her a hug. Or she's, like, she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. But she's kind of like a germaphobe, hypochondriac type. Yeah. You know, she sneezes, and she thinks she has cancer type of thing, you know. But I'm like, I'm like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, I've been living in this house almost by myself for two fucking months. I'm like, you've probably seen more people in the last three days than I have in the last fucking three weeks. But yeah. I still think there's going to be a lot of people like that that are – very cautious and wondering if everything that could be done is being done. But a lot of times those are, are the people that are still able to make their fucking mortgage payment. You know what I mean? I won't be cautious. I'm ready to go right now. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Dude, I, I wouldn't be wearing, I wouldn't be wearing a mask unless I was forced to. Honestly. Oh, fuck that. The fact we got to wear a mask. Oh, by the way, uh, Alex says shit. I'll take the erotic cafe right now. Rexy knows what I'm talking about. What's the erotic cafe. I'm not familiar. Jesus, it's like this cinder block hut. I think it's in Pennsylvania. Cinder block hut. <laughs> it's, just, 
It's this little fucking shitbox fucking building that's, I think it's on Route 70, maybe? Okay. Or 38, I forget. Um, but it sits in front of this, like, fucking probably by the night or by the week fucking motel. But yeah, I, it, yeah, it's. I never made it there. The only strip club we would go to in Jersey, it's no longer there. Um, oh no, what was it called now? It was right over the bridge. You, you were, oh, what was it called? It was 18 to get in. There was there was the one in Mount Ephraim. Fantasy Show Bar. Yeah. That when was I, yeah. Mount Ephraim. Yeah. Oh, real quick. Alex says, yes, 70 in Pensalkin. When I was 18, so this, good, what year was this? So this is 2001. So this is like 2000. We're at 82 to 92. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, 2000, right around there. Fantasy Show Bar, right, Alex? That was like our rite of passage. When we all turned 18, it's let's go to Fantasy Show Bar. Let's go see strippers. I wish I had that feeling now when I go into strip clubs now, like you're in awe of seeing naked women. And what you would do, <laughs> and what you would do, I don't know if you did this, you would get a, a, a Polaroid with the stripper. And they would, and you'd pay like 20 bucks for the Polaroid. I'm trying to find it. If I can find it, I'll post it on Instagram. It's somewhere in my apartment. But all of us, all my friends, my brother, everybody has their Polaroid with their first naked girl. And it was like, oh, my God, there's, there, there's girls with, with, with their tops off. Like, I, I can't believe this. Now we go into a strip club. Like, okay, this sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, right? like, okay, we're only looking for the tens. That, there were three locations, Pensalkin, Camden, Mount Ephraim. I don't know which one we went to. I guess it was Camden, the one we went to. That was the, the one, big one. The one that you're talk, the one I'm talking about, we called it the 710 because its address was 710 Black Horse Pike or whatever it is in, in uh, Mount Ephraim. But you're right. You know, that's where, you know, you went as a, like a 19-year-old and you got your little sippy cup with fucking <laughs> RC Cola in yeah. it, you know. And, like, if I went in there today, I'd probably be like, this is one step above fucking, you know, show and tell on fucking Delaware Avenue, that fucking shithole. Oh, you know, show, show and tell. As, as our buddy Chris, big fan of the program, uh, Rada Cafe is on Route 73 just over the, ta- the Taconi. By the way, the Taconi Palmyra Bridge sign is in there's a sign for it in Springhouse at the William Penn Inn. It says Arrow this way, Taconi Palmyra Bridge. I'm like, dude, the bridge is like 40 miles from here. I still don't know why that sign's there. I should take a picture and put it on Instagram. Uh, Taconi Palmyra Bridge in Pensalkin, across from where the Pens across from where the Pensalkin mat was. Um, so yeah, so that, that but uh, as we talk about uh, the show bar. The show bar was like the step up. So like you, you move from the fantasy show bar, you go to you go to show and tell on Delaware Ave. Because I think that was I think that was eighteen, but it was BYOB at the time, right? Is that what it was? I think it still is. The show bar, I think that it was only it was eighteen to get in, but yeah, they only served like fucking popcorn. What was well show and tell was BYOB, right? Yes. Still and is. Was that eighteen to get in? I don't know. Okay. But so but the with the show bar, um I'm sorry with show and tell. I remember you'd walk through. There would be a like uh, pornography video store, and you and you would check that out. Uh, yeah, walk to the sex shop to fucking leave. Yeah, Alex says I got kicked out of there for knowing a stripper when I went to high school. I'll tell you the first stripper I ever met in just a second. We'll we'll go down. We're going way over time. Rex, do you have anywhere to be? No. Okay, we're, we're going way over time. You know why we go over time? Because it's RobBRadio.com and we can. We used to do three hours. I just capped it to an hour because we thought three hours was too long, but we'll just keep going, people. People can tune in, whatever you want to do. So we would go, uh, Alex says, just the sex shop. 
So we would go to the uh, show and tell, and I, I can't name any names because a lot of the people that I was with now own prominent. Oh, so uh, Chris says show and tell was eighteen to enter BYOB. Show and tell is now over twenty one, and they serve liquor. Okay, it shows I haven't been there in a long time. We should make that Rex and Rob day. We should hit there for old time's sake. But so the people dirty as shit. Man. I know, but I still liked it because it, you. I couldn't get under risque. Or I couldn't get under risque. I, Delios was like the gold standard. Like I'll, I'll tell you stories about risque in a second. But show and tell is the typhoid Mary. <laughs> But that's funny. But when we would go to show and tell, and again, I can't name names because a lot of these people own prominent businesses in the area. One of my buddies, we'd go in and you could you could throw tips to the girls and they would, sh- you know, put their, you know, take their thong down and try to get in their vag. My one buddy would wrap up quarters, at the dollar and a quarter and throw it at him. And and he would try to either hit their vag or hit him right in the face. And I, I would just like. Oh yeah, and, and and this is a prominent prominent business owner now here in the area that I can't say who it is because he'd get really pissed off, and I thought it was hilarious at the time, but uh, it's like I can't believe that that you're doing that like that's just so wrong. And then he would try to get it so that he would like lick it, lick the money so it would stick you know wherever he threw it. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. Club Risque, and again another prominent business owner. You know when I'm 18. One of my buddies uh, had a big house in North Wales. Um, uh, Alex Dadio. I saw a chick stuff whole fist up her ass with no lube at show and tell. Then proceeded to slap my buddy in his face um, with with said hand for his birthday. No washing. Yeah, that I've seen that. I w- I've been that person that got beat up on and, stage before. And you wonder why I tell you it's the typhoid fucking Mary. Yeah. I've been handcuffed on that stage many moons ago. But my one buddy, uh, you know, like Delilah's was like the gold standard like it still is. But when I'm 18, my one buddy, who, again, another prominent business known in the air, I can't say his name. At the time, he had a Viper, which was like, you know, the kid has you know, a Viper at 25 years old. It's like a big deal. Him and my buddy would go down to Delilah's. They would have their own. You know how Quimby has his own parking spot? You know, they have it coned off. Well, the, back in the early 2000s, late 90s, my buddy had his own parking spot. And they would go down and they'd bring all the girls from Delilah's back to the house. And this is like, I don't, I don't know. I've never been to this Delilah's, but I need to get there at some point in my life. <laughs> like the, I, girls were, the girls were more elegant back. Oh, they, dude. They, yeah, they, they were. They all wore cocktail dresses back 20 years ago. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, you go to Delilah's on a good night, there's tens. Like you know, we know the tens we're talking about. Hold on, can I, let's see if I can move the camera. To uh, let me see if I can move it over for our folks here. Hold on, we'll see. We'll see if we can get her. You, you see, you see uh, the one in the middle, right? There, well, the one I can see over your head is that's Amber. No, no, not Amber. You see, you see Allison. I just moved the camera. I can't see Allison, but I know she's up there. Hold on, we're gonna move it over there. She's right there. See the one that's signed. See, I moved the camera right in the middle. I, honestly, I'm only seeing you. I didn't see the camera move at all. But I know, I know what Allison. Was oh, saying. I know why you're. <laughs> you know, you're not. You know why you're not seeing me. I don't need any fucking reminders. What Allison looks like. Hold on, we'll, we'll get the we'll get the right camera. We'll, we'll try to move it over if, if I can. Uh, let's see, this isn't a good camera. You can kind I of. Know. There's Allison yeah. in the middle. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot that I have two cameras again. Why I need interns. You know what I'm saying. Now I fucking lost you, fucking. Dude. No, no, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Calm down. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry. Um, 
Yeah, I miss a good. I, I yeah, I miss a good. Yeah, the, of course the people uh, watching us saw me move the camera because I'm moving all kinds of shit around. But um, yeah, I miss a good gentleman's club. I miss a good strip club. I miss. Um, oh, I'll, I'll give you my first stripper story. I think I've told this all in the air. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. But I'll tell you the story. So my buddy Jake used to own and operate the Creekside Cabaret before they sold it. So this is in the early days. They actually sponsored one of my Perky League teams. It was fantastic. A couple newspaper articles. It was great to go hang out there, and I hung out with a lot of girls there at, at this Creekside Cabaret. So the first, I meet a girl there who has a rocking body. At the time, she looks like she's 18, but she's probably 25. So we end up uh, hanging out, and Jake finds out that I'm hanging out with this girl. I'm hooking up with her. So I happen to be at the club one night, and the one big bouncer goes, hey, Jake wants to talk to you in his office. I'm like, okay, whatever. So Jake, I go in his office. And Jake goes, and at the time he tells me this, and Chris can relate to this, or anyone that runs a gentleman's club, because this is before the radio show. This is before the AVNs. Before, you know, I don't know anything. He sits me down. He's like, listen. I'm not going to tell you that you can't hook up with one of the strippers. Like, I'm not going to do that. But here's what I'll tell you. And you won't understand what I'm saying until, uh, uh, you know, down the road. He's, he goes, listen, I'm sure it can be fun. It's going to be fun hooking up with a stripper and banging her and getting the phone calls at 3 o'clock in the morning and partying and all that stuff. But it's going to come to a point where you're just not going to deal with it. And I'm sitting there going, what do you mean not deal with it? That's bullshit. I'm, not, I'm always going to want to deal with this. Sure enough, several months go by, and I'm, I'm obviously at that point times a million now. But then I go, oh, I know what he means now. I get it. Now, I didn't get it at the time, but I get it now or even you know, a couple months after that, what he was saying. Like, it's fun, but it's not, it's not it's all it's cracked up to be. You have, you have told that story before. Cause have like, I? It's- like my one friend says, usually if you're going to date one of those girls, it's kind of like a really intense fire. Yeah. You you got to you got to enjoy it while it's, you know, burning hot and it's going strong. But it's eventually going to get out of control or it's going to burn out and she's going to move on to her next fucking victim, you know. And I know firsthand that like I 20 years ago, I never thought I would have dated a girl as hot as fucking my last girlfriend. But the crazy Puerto Rican. Uh, Brazilian Brazilian but she sorry crazy sorry. but she just I just know I knew she made it very clear to me where I stood in her life even yeah. though I was boyfriend you know I knew I was what was going to serve her was going to be first on her plate and I would come in somewhere after that and I get it but you know don't act like you know it it's like anything you know I don't need to be on the top of her mind or in the first thing in her life every fucking day but it might have, some point make me want to feel like i'm more important than you going and getting lap dances exactly exactly no listen we've all been there in our in our circle of friends you know what i mean yeah we've 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 all been there um what was the funny story you wanted to tell me you said i got a story that i want to tell you so this is one of my favorite stories should i should i get a drink for it Uh, if you could if you if you'd like to do that so I want you to think back when you were turning 21, and that's... I do remember I, that. I wasn't turning 21, but let me... Let me okay, so this. Rex is going to set up a story for us he wants to share with us. So as Rex goes to get his drink, he's going to yeah. tell us a story about... When, so when I was turn, turned 21, it happened at the Ben Elbow, uh, right around the corner from me. Legendary bar, it's no longer called the Ben Elbow. Uh, I did 24 shots. I don't know if I could repeat that. Uh, one of them was a water shot. One of them was a pickle juice shot. 
so technically it was 22 shots. Speak, brother. I mean, I've dated a couple. I understand. Uh, listen, girl, listen. There's nothing wrong with dating exotic dancers. There's nothing wrong with dating fi- adult film stars because God knows I know a lot of them. But you have to be prepared for it. Like it's not like your average, you know, dating someone. They're extremely high maintenance. They are. They just you have to know what you're getting into in order to do it. So again, we're not saying that not to do it. We're just saying that there's there's certain caveats. You know, the phone calls at three o'clock in the morning. You know, you can't have dinner at five because they're probably still sleeping. Don't get me wrong. I love to date a banker, a banker, a teacher, a doctor, a lawyer. You know, somebody somebody with a normal job that I'd like to date. Uh, so, Rex, so Rex, your twenty first birthday. They're just as fucked up, Rob. No, they're not. They're just they're normal. So, this isn't me turning twenty one. It's my friend uh, Jeff Fitzpatrick is turning twenty one. Okay. And I was actually still twenty at the time. So uh, sometimes we would. Um, you know, I went away to school. A lot of us went away to school. He actually joined the Navy. He's thinking about retiring now. He's got In over the Navy. And he, um, so what at times, sometimes we would get together at midnight on the birthday. So he was, the person was technically 21. Okay. Um, so I, back when I was 20, 19, uh, 21, I didn't go over to Philly. The furthest I got from home was like Cherry Hill, you know something like that so there was a place in cherry hill called the iguana beach club i don't know if you ever went there i have not heard of it okay sounds like a good time it was it was a good time they had drink specials and stuff which was perfect for someone that was 21 and didn't have a lot of money in his pocket so but jeff jeff is he's 100 percent irish like me but it seemed like when we got together the luck of the irish seemed to cancel each other out i hear you we would always get ourselves into these situations where people didn't like hanging out with us because usually something went wrong. And this is one of those stories. Listen, I'm ready. I'm ready to listen. Let's go, baby. So I, so I pick him up and we go down to go on a beach club and there's other guys already there. This is long before cell phones and all that fun stuff. You just kind of fucking met people. So, uh, there used to be a horse track called Garden State Park, and that's you would park over where that was, then you'd walk over to the club, right? Okay. So we met some of my friends that were out. Well, we got to the door, and the bouncer was like, he goes, you just turned 21 at midnight. We're really not supposed to let you in until tomorrow. And what? I was like, well, that's bullshit. Yeah. He turned 21. I was like, Fucking we're not going to any issues. We're, you know, we're, he's, technically, he's 21. He's like, all right. He goes, just... You know, watch yourselves or whatever. And I'm like, whatever. And then I give him my fake ID. I'm 20. So, <laughs> let's, so he let, gives him a hard time and then lets me in with a fake ID. So okay. so we go, we look for him. They said they were going to be outside and there was an outside deck, right? So meet up with a couple friends, just all high school guys, uh, friends from high school. And um, my one friend, Joe Robinson, turns around and hands Jeff like a tumbler that's like half full with a clear liquid. Okay. And Jeff takes it from him and he, he looks at it and he goes, well, what's this? And Joe goes, I don't know. Why don't you try it? <laughs> then, So Jeff sniffs it, right? 
and then he fucking pounds it. Right. So he has no idea what it is. No idea what it was. It's okay. probably Baca or something. Okay. It's probably fucking lukewarm Baca. Yeah. So anyway, it's 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 the middle of the summertime. I want to say it's July, um, and he. So you know how the girls at these in the summertime at these fucking outdoor decks, they're wearing their Daisy Dukes and their fucking oh, yeah. string bikini top, and they got their little tray full of. It'd be like uh, if the Quinn sisters were bartending. Yeah. So this girl, <laughs> she walks up to you know. She's got her test tubes and her, you know, the yeah. shots and the test tubes, the slippery nipples and all those other fun stuff. I like how you're holding the tray. Like, look, it's all uh, the tray. <laughs> so she walks up to my friend Joe, who's sitting at the bar outside. and The rest of us are standing up. And Joe is voted best looking in my class. He's a good looking guy. Of course, like she walks right up to him. Okay. And she's like, do you guys want to buy a shot? Do you want to buy a shot for for $10? Next thing you know, she's doing one of these. <gasps> like like something got spilled on her back, right? Okay. So I, I look over, right? Because, like, you know, she lurched forward. I look over, and my friend Jeff, he's got his hand over his mouth. And there's, like, streams of <laughs> pouring down his fingers. And I'm like, I'll tell you what. So if you ever want a lot of, like, a six-foot radius of room in yeah. a crowded area, yeah. All you got to do is puke. Oh, and yeah. People I've been just there. Get all the room in the world. Oh, yeah. So when I saw this girl lurch forward, I was like, oh, shit, right? So, and I was, <laughs> so I'm like, she didn't really get a lot on her back because her long, curly brown hair seemed to have caught most of what he had vomited, projectile vomited okay. out of his mouth, right? So, so he's like feeling like, really stupid and shitty she doesn't know if she wants to fucking scratch his eyes out or whatever so or like i'm into it so he goes he just gets out of there which was the, probably the smart thing to do but he's like oh i'm gonna go to the bathroom all right i'm like all right i'll wait for you out here those other guys have been there for a while they're like we're gonna go inside i'm like all right so jeff comes back out in like 15 20 minutes there's always a line for the bathroom for the guys of course and he goes um, he goes, hey, dude, do you have like a shirt? Because he had washed off the puke off his shirt, and it was a big wet spot. <laughs> I'm sure it smelled goes, great. He goes, do you do you have a shirt in your car? I'm like, no. He goes, I know you have a shirt in your car. I'm like, there might be one in the trunk, but I'm probably using it as a rag. And he's like, just he goes, can I go get it? I'm like, dude, <laughs> it's gonna dry. It's fucking July. It's gonna dry in five ten minutes. Dude, let me just go get the shirt. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> So I hand him my car keys and I'm like, I'll wait out here for you for 20 minutes. Okay. That's going to give you the five minutes or so you need to go to the car, yeah. get the fucking shirt and come back. That's I in your trunk. What's that? That's in your trunk. That's in, so I, I wait like 15 minutes. No, Jeff, 20 minutes. No, Jeff, 25 minutes. I'm like, I'm going inside. Right. So we don't see him the rest of the night. Right. Now, mind you, we I didn't get there till fucking midnight. And he has your car keys. And he had my car keys. Okay. So, 2 o'clock rolls around. So, now I'm leaving with another friend, my other friend, Casey. Who at the t- he's about 6 foot, and at the time, he was probably pushing about 300 pounds, right? Okay. So, we're walking out, and it's this vast parking lot. It's right off the of 73. Um 
It's now called Taylor's or something like that. In beautiful scenic South Jersey. Beautiful scenic Cherry Hill, South Jersey. So, so we're walking out to the car, and I had parked under one of the uh, parking lamps. And so we're walking up to the car, and against the 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 window of the passenger window of the car, we can see Jeff's fucking head resting against his fist that's against the window, right? Okay. So. So I walk up to the passenger window and I start fucking pounding on it going, boom, boom, boom. How's it feel to be 21, Jeff? Boom, boom, boom. And then Casey gets on the fucking rear bumper and he's bouncing up and down. The car's doing this. I'm like, boom, boom, boom. How's it feel to be 21, Jeff? And I could see the window flexing because I'm pounding it pretty good. Yeah. You know, I'm 21 or 20, kind of drunk. So we know we know what Rex is like when he's drunk, folks. We'll talk about the. Everyone's heard the bridge story. So, so I'm like boom, 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 and so I see someone walking out in front of my car, right out of the corner of my eye, and I look up. I go, "Mom, what are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> so, so I I then realized that right next to my car is my parents car with my dad in the passenger seat and my mom's asking me what the hell's going on. And I'm like going, what are you fucking doing here? Don't you have to fucking work tomorrow? Yeah. It's like fucking, it's like two 30 in the morning. So, and now at this time, Casey sees her and he's like, Oh, what, what's going on? And, uh, so it turns out that Jeff had gone out to my car Either he had a couple more shots in him than we realized or whatever. He, I guess he was incoherent by the time he got to my car. Okay. He decided he was going to listen to some music. So he opened the driver's door, sat in the driver's seat, and put the car, keys in ignition and turned the key a little bit so he could listen to the radio. Well, he pukes on himself again and passes out in my fucking front seat. So... <laughs> So, because we were so close to the city of Camden, cops would regularly patrol that parking lot to yeah. make sure there's nothing going on. Exactly. And I was right underneath the parking lamp. So, the cop rolls by. He sees the interior light on. Yeah. Sees two feet hanging out of the fucking car. And he walks up to the car. He sees his kid puke down the front of him, passed out with the keys in the ignition. And he calls dispatch and he goes, yeah, dispatch, uh, I need you to run a, need to run a license plate EL266P Ford Escort. <laughs> so dispatch comes back. Yeah, that car belongs to uh, Brian Conroy. Um, uh, and so the officer was like, yeah, dispatch, uh, could, you, uh, could you call his parents <laughs> and tell them that his son is passed out drunk? At the steer, at the front wheel. <laughs> it's not me, Dad. It's not me. So this is they get this call at like one thirty in the fucking morning. So now both of them have to come because they think they have to both drive there, and one person has to drive my fucking car home. Yeah. So it's them the whatever ten fifteen minutes to get ready, and the twenty minutes to drive over there. And so my mom meets the officer in the parking lot. And she walks up to the car and she goes, oh, that's not my son. That's Jeffrey Fitzpatrick. (laughs) 
Can you imagine like the fucking yeah? Like your parents are gonna come drive and pick you up from you know they think you're passed out drunk at the wheel of your car, puke down the front of you, and you're so angry. But then you realize that it's not my son that's passed out drunk at the front of the car. Like it's not as bad as we thought it was. <laughs> so what was the end game? They they in Jersey they could have took him for DUI right there. Yeah. As soon as the some states, if you put your key in the in the uh, Ign- yeah. And not in the, just in ignition, but in the in the driver door. Yeah. Um, but she drove me, Casey, home, and my dad drove my car home with Jeff passed out in the fucking passenger seat. And then I had to carry him in like a fucking up to his room and put him face down in his fucking bed bed because I didn't want him to uh, choke like Janice Joplin. <laughs> I'll give you two quick stories kind of like that before we wrap the show up. The first one, and this is in no order. So the Ben Elbow, again, was the big bar in my area. It was Thanksgiving, and my mom goes, Rob, if you can't drive home, you should always call me. I go, okay. So, you know, we go to the Ben Elbow at like 5 o'clock. Now it's like 11, and I'm fucking on another planet. I go, I can't drive home. So I'm like, Mom, I'm like, I need you to pick me up. She's like, okay, I'm coming. My mom comes to pick me up. She pulls up. I'm leaning against a tree. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm leaning against the tree because I can't drive. I get in the car. She's like, you're unbelievable. I go, shouldn't you be happy that I called you because I said I can't drive? And she's like, she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, you're right. I'm, I'm glad you called me. You know what I mean? Uh, Alex, Alex, Donnie, keys in the front seat with you in Jersey. Um, it's a DUI no matter if even if you're sleeping off, you're right. So the other fu- the, the, the other funny story. So I'm not 21 yet. I'm probably 18, 19. And my brother's 21. He's a couple years older than me. With all my friends, uh, Andrew Bondi, Jim Phelps, Christian Miller. Tell everyone that listens to the program that they've been on the show in some, some way, shape, or form over the years. Again, they're at the Ben Elbow. And, of course, my mom goes, if you guys are too drunk, call me. So about 1.30 in the morning, my brother decides I'm going to call mom because we can't drive home. So she picks them up, and they pull in. And by this point, it's almost 2 o'clock. I remember I'm, I wake up. I'm, I'm probably still up at the point. And they get into the garage. My mom gets out of the car. You guys are all nuts. All of you are all crazy because they're all hammered. You know, they're all, you know, acting like jackasses in the car. And I go, Mom, what do you expect? You told them to call you. If At least they called you. They said, listen, listen, we're too fucked up. Come pick us up. And she's like, you're all maniacs, all of you. You're all maniacs. I can't believe you're out this late. <laughs> uh, our, our mom bailed us out. So I, I can't go through how many times my mother bailed us out because it, it was a lot. You know what I mean? Um, so we're wanting to program that. Hopefully next week we have you live in studio. Uh, what have you learned tonight, if, if anything, on the show, besides that Shay Fox wants to take me out on a date when she comes back to Philly? Jeez. I think a lot of us are learning to don't take your health for granted, you know. Yeah. But we gotta we gotta get back out there and fucking keep on keeping on. Uh, I've learned. I've read. I'm I'm trying to confirm a third article, but I have read in two separate articles: smoking marijuana can prevent COVID. I've read it in two articles. I'm waiting for a confirmation from High Times Magazine. Can you imagine if marijuana uh, prevents you from getting this COVID? That I'm good. Is that a reputable source? High well, Times magazine. High Times is a fucking right. It is. I'm looking. I, I've read it in two sources. I'm waiting for a third one. But if they say marijuana 
makes you uh, not get COVID, I am good, Rex. Here's the one thing I'm positive with. In my compound, I got enough booze for the apocalypse. I got enough marijuana. I am good for all the vices, Rex. I might, I might have to come up and get some marijuana because my liver is going to fucking explode if I keep drinking the way I've been drinking. Listen, all I ask you to bring next week, I got plenty of vodka. Get me some rolling papers. We'll roll a fat joint before the show and we'll smoke it. What do you think? Do I, do I get wrapping papers or do I get like the Phillies, Phillies blunt or something like that? If you want to get a blunt, blunts or rolling papers, you can get rolling papers. We can, we'll, smoke a, we'll smoke a joint before the program. We could smoke it right out here by the pizza shop. I'm sure the owner will probably want to come and smoke with us because he's a fucking train wreck, that guy. I could tell you stories about the pizza shop. Once Friday hits, they're all drinking. Him, the cooks, they're hitting the bush pounders. I, oh, by the way, I'm in the garden before we go. I'm in the garden uh, a couple days ago, weeding. <laughs> Brian comes out, the owner of the pizza shop. All here is that motherfucker. I'm like, uh, my back's to him. I'm bent over weeding. I'm like, what are you talking about, Brian? So there's a car in my back parking lot that's parked on the grass. And he's like, can you believe this shit? This fucking asshole is parked in the grass. Chris is going to lose his mind. Who owns the building? Who's my brother's uh, boss? I go, well, I'm not really worried about Chris because Chris is like family to me. I'm like, you might be worried. I don't give a shit. He's flipping out. I think at one point someone may have pulled up. He may have bought drugs from him. And why I'm sitting here gardening in the parking lot. He's also known and I'm, to... Uh, if I go out there right now, sometimes the car's running with the air on the radio blasting and he's passed out in the driver's seat. Sometimes that happens. Or I know he's really drunk. If I, hey, hey, if I, like, if it's during the day, I go, hey, Brian, how you doing? It's like, hey, Rob, how are you? It, like, at night on a Friday, if he comes, I go, hey, Brian, how you doing? He looks at me like the light's on, but nobody's home. Just like you in Pittsburgh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it can be like. I'm, I'm, if I'm lying, I'm dying. In the words of Jeff Foxworthy. Oh my God, dude! I'll never live Pittsburgh down, man. No, was... Pittsburgh for the most part was a great trip. It has other things we can't talk about. I was supposed to have a meeting with the general manager of cheerleaders. He never called me back. I'll have to call him tomorrow. Philly uh, or Pittsburgh? Uh, Pittsburgh. But the one in Philly, we know, doesn't talk to me. Don't ask yep. me why. I can't. You ever figure that out? I have no idea why. I can't tell you. It's funny. I have a better relationship with the owners in Pittsburgh than I do with the guys in Philly. I don't get that one. But listen, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to call in. It's good to have you. Hopefully next week we'll have you in. We'll have the Alex, the intern in. And maybe we'll have some naked women in. Really? (laughs) Really. I'm going to work on it. Wow. That's a full show. Yeah. Rex, it's always a pleasure. Be safe. I'm going to close the show here, then make some dinner, have a couple more martinis. And it's it's always good to have you on. Thanks, buddy. Good talking. There you go, buddy. So there's the one lady Rex checking in. And as we had for the, uh, I guess it's the, uh, for the 381st time, in the words of my brother, Assistant Chief Zach Valivas, the world famous Fort Washington Fire Company, two wrongs don't make right, they make it even. And here's a little Big Daddy Grant. Good night, everybody.
Earth is going down on strike again. There's a crash on 95. There's a fire down in Kensington. Geez, that's a real surprise. Aggie Weather says it's gonna snow. God, they hope so weather sells. Even if it's just a quarter inch. Don't make it sound like blizzard hell. We cover all the breaking news With morons waving in the back Even if you're on your honeymoon They're gonna send the action camp But the big story But the, but, but, but the big story But the big story Hey! There's an action news fan But the big story Mommy, Daddy! With a geeky looking 